Hello, hello. Welcome listeners and viewers alike. Uh, this is Divi Chat. We're here with an exciting topic for today. It's exciting because it's a little scary and a little overwhelming to some of us. Google Analytics, not just Google Analytics on its own, but now the big GA4 switch has happened. It happened. Did you miss it? Did you know it was happening? Are you ready? What happens now? There's so many questions. We're going to dive in and answer them. We've got our panel and we also have a special guest. Why don't we go around and do our introductions and then we'll dive right in. Mike Devitt. Yeah, thanks, Steph. Hi, everyone. My name is Mike Devitt and I run a web design and SEO company in the UK called Web Design Pro. I am also a director of Allegiant Web Services with some very fine friends who I met on Steph's Facebook group called Focus on Your Biz. Did you know that? This no, is new. This is yes. not a new thing. What is happening? What is happening? Yeah. What is it? Fingers in Tell many us. pies. I'll well, come is on. this okay? Well, I can't wait to hear about it. I've, I have a guess about what it is, but I don't know for sure. So, anyway, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. What's the URL for that? Uh, allegiantweb.com, I think. <laughs> As he <laughs> frantically checks to see Hang if that's on. correct. Uh, Allegiant Web Services, there we are. Allegiantweb.com, I got it right. <laughs> nice okay did you say did you say allegiant or illegal no no not illegalweb.com okay i think i'll be drummed off the show uh with all right shame 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 walking down the street uh anyway illegal web services that sounds like a good marketing ploy though okay uh eric dingler Hey, everybody. Sorry, I'm now playing with Allegiant Web, so I'll get back over here. Um, So, yeah. So my name is Eric. I'm always excited to be here. Um, This is going to be a good topic. Uh, So I own In Transit Studios. We're a web design and digital marketing agency. We help local businesses in the U.S. and Canada get more uh, customer activity every day. And so very excited that we get to do that. Um, And I have uh, some resources to help my fellow web designers at finallyleads.com. So that's me. Yeah, you definitely want to go check that out. Eric's dropping tons of knowledge bombs. Guys, my name is Stephanie Hudson. I run a company called Focus WP, where we help people just like you to grow their business when you're stuck in that point where you you need help but you're not quite ready to hire a full team come call us we got your back we got a full team we can bail you out of any of those sticky situations uh and definitely come hang out with us in our facebook group you never know the connections you make you might start a whole nother business right mike and today oh the facebook group is called focus on your biz biz and today um with the topic of google analytics i am going to be your voice dear listener i'm going to be your conduit to understanding i'm going to be the one asking the dumb questions that you're too embarrassed to ask because this is a this is a place where i'm just going to be vulnerable and admit even though people on my team know about these kind of things like i'm a little bit intimidated and a little bit ignorant if i'm honest about all of the inner workings of Google Analytics. And so I'm really grateful that we have not only Mike and Eric here, but also my new friend who is actually local. He lives near me in North Carolina. His name is David Zimmerman. David, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Yeah, hi. Um, Yeah, my name is David Zimmerman. I own a small little B2B marketing company focusing on search called Reliable Acorn. Uh, We help uh, B2B companies get found by their customers. And I also, on the side, I have a little project called Curious Ants, where I help coach designers, developers who are trying to expand into providing SEO as a service. That's what I do most of the days. This will be in the um, this will be in the chat in the show notes, sorry, and we'll pop the link into the chat for those who are listening live. Uh, Jake St. Peter is listening live. He says, NC represent. I think he's from Greenville, if I'm not mistaken. Somewhere, anywhere, not not too far from us. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jake. But uh, yeah, we got, we got some decent representation in North Carolina. And uh, David's actually in my city though. And he's gonna, we're, he's working on organizing a Charlotte meetup for WordPress folks. So I'm excited to turn up to that. Um, Okay, so now as we dive into this topic, um, tiny bit of background for those who don't know or maybe forgot. Um, 
uh, there's two terms that we're going to be throwing around here, UA and GA4. And David, maybe you could just give a quick little, our little definition or a little like mini primer on what we're talking about when we refer to those acronyms and what the big fuss is about the two of them right now in this point in history. Sure, sure. So uh, UA is called Universal Analytics, and that is the has been the version of Google Analytics that we've all been using for the last few years. Uh, as of a couple of years ago, Google said, hey, guess what? We're changing to a different version of analytics, and we're calling it GA4, Google Analytics 4. And they said, oh, by the way, you're going to have to roll out on this on July 1st, 2023 well being july 11th right now it's still you going all rolled into it whether you wanted to or not <laughs> my phone is ringing off the hook with help i don't understand or god forbid you didn't do anything and now your ua actually your old ua is still collecting a little data right now but don't rely on that for very long so okay so on. ua um at David, the, our audience is web geeks pretty much. So if you guys have implemented Google Analytics for yourself or for your clients, you know that there is that UA code that you have to put in there. If you didn't know, now you know. That's what that means. That's universal analytics, which is on its way out. It's 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 dusk for this sunset of universal analytics. Uh, so what is, and this is just for any, for any of you guys, what's the big deal about you like is it better i've heard very mixed feelings about it like some people are saying like oh i'm jumping ship i don't want to do ga4 other people are saying like oh it's it's using more ai and things like that so it's a little bit more impactful i don't know what what do you guys think about the new thing i was a hater for a long time because i really resented google pushing me into something but the more I've delved into it, it's, it is a better product along so many different dimensions. People, You heard it here first, guys. I, I have to admit it. I hated it. And one of the biggest changes is just how the user interface works. And that's where people get frustrated and confused. But for new adopters of analytics, any analytics, it is a much better system because I don't know, if you've ever gotten calls from clients who randomly pick up on some weird analytics data point in their analytics account and why is this up or down? Oh, and they're like, well, the problem is, is that universal analytics had way too much information, most of which is not really relevant to the typical website owner. Google Analytics 4, one of the advantages is they've pared down a lot of things to really only show the essentials and then allow you the flexibility to create the additional more complicated reports if you need it. So I'm interested in like the fact that like a, an SEO geek, uh, if you want, I mean the word geek very affectionately um, and an analytics guru, you think that having less data is better? I'm shocked. No, absolutely not. Like I think what, what the problem is, is that there was a lot of data that was not relevant to most people. Like, I don't know how many clients would say, OMG, my average pages viewed was up this month. You must be doing something right. And I'm like, well, but that really doesn't mean anything. The average pages per view that was in the audience report of UA means very little for a successful SEO campaign on a typical basis. For instance, is are we getting a lot more pages viewed per visitor because people really like our website and they're clicking on more pages? Or are they viewing more pages because they're frustrated and can't find what they want? So that one metric that a lot of people started like zoning in on doesn't really tell you much. It tells you a data point. And in that sense, I'm kind of glad to make that a little harder to find because why are you getting distracted by that? Traffic 
leading to conversions. Like that's what we want. And we got to know by marketing channel. That's what we want. So, uh, okay. Mike, I feel like you're chomping at the bit. Do you have something to add there? Yeah, no, I was just going to say that uh, I had a very similar feel and experience to, to David when it first came along. I went, oh, no, here we go. What? <laughs> it's always when something new comes out, it's kind of like it's something else that we've got to transition to, that we've got to potentially learn and that somebody's going to, one of our clients is going to ask us, can you answer, answer this question? One of the things I really like about GA4 is just how it looks from a dashboard perspective as soon as you log in to um, any um, GA4 property, simply because of that simplification that David was just talking about. Um, and then when you start to look under the hood and you start to realize some of the reports that you can create and make for yourself um, just through using the Explore and starting to fiddle around with different columns and different things you can do, which we'll get into the, the weeds as we, we talk through this. Um, you can really get some very, very powerful data uh, from that. Uh, I'm just slightly disappointed. The only disappointment with this is that we live in a world of heat mapping and um the video experience that the seeing what the users are actually clicking on and doing and google had an opportunity here to not only transition away mm -hmm. from um from ua but put something in that would have been even more powerful but they, it's almost like they've got they feel that they've got to own all of uh this data and then tell the tell our clients about it as well because what they're doing now is they're sending out emails and saying this month you've gone up, this month you're doing this, this month you're doing that. And that's what starts the, the conversations with us and our clients uh, in relation to this, this isn't working so well and this is working so well. So that actually sometimes can cause problems and trouble when you might have a, a strategy and a marketing strategy going on and something happens and then they get an email and you have to explain why Google sent this email and actually what's happening when really it's 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 unhelpful information. So I don't want them emailing people. I want the I don't want them saying anything. I just let us do the information. Um, we agree that you should always agree uh, all your all your funnels and all your strategies and everything and your your conversion points uh, with your uh, clients so that um, they can see exactly what is converting and what isn't because google gives us two main tools they give us google search console they gives google analytics and those two beasts are very very different and sometimes they they, they can be a little bit well very confusing for for clients so it's up to us to simplify it so just recap i love the simplification i think that's really really important but at the same time i'm you know just I think they could have done they could have done it even better. And maybe it's something that they will build to. So um, let's let, let's just sort of skip back to the what I think of as kind of the elephant in the room when it comes to GA4. And that is this big looming deadline that we all had. What was it? Two years. Yeah. <laughs> and then it still snuck yeah. up on us. Somehow. Y2K. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we've got we had two years to switch everything over on our own and there was and i just wanted to just put my head in the sand about it i don't know about you guys out there listening but then it came time and there was like google was sending emails and then there was a like a little tool that would walk you through it and like at focus wp we've had folks saying like i don't even want to deal with it can your seo team just um update mine and so there's there's been sort of a different and then all of a sudden it was like Oh, if you don't do it, Google just do it automatically. So does anybody have like you guys here? Do you have experience with the pros and cons of those various like how is the automated one? Like if you for our listeners, if they didn't do anything, forgot or didn't touch it and Google <laughs> just did this thing automatically. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> Mike's laughing. So I'm going to go with no, not I'm, great. I'm laughing. No, it, the thing is, I, I, I know Eric's had some recent dealings with this so let's just shoot over to eric and let him 
tell you his it, experience. Oh, that's why well, you're laughing. Okay. Yeah. We we have we have a lot of sites under management. And so we started gearing up for, you know, creating a checklist. We're going to go and do this. And then we started seeing the, eh, but if you don't do anything, it'll just happen. And we were foolish. And we thought, perfect. 80% of our clients don't even ever care about their Google Analytics. Like, we made a list of the ones that, hey, these are the people that care and this is going to be important to them and you know some of our clients reached out and we said oh we'll take care of it we did well turns out that this whole automated switch over thing um no so now we have to go through and and do it and and so i told this morning we had i had a, a meeting with our director of web services and i said hey peter make sure you tune in tonight listen to divi chat so because <laughs> it's going to be your training for the day because i don't know <laughs> um yeah so uh i'm excited to learn this because analytics is one of those things that honestly i i just i i i get overwhelmed when i get in there because there's so many options and so many things to click on and so much to do that i just i just stay out of it now um and so and if i, I may I add have... onto that i feel like every time you log in the menus are all different <laughs> is that yeah that's yeah, just yeah. me or is it constantly a moving yeah. target with google it constantly changing but i i will say that um this week uh our one of our digital marketing coordinators uh kristen has putting been putting together the what we call the, the monthly snapshot reports for clients on our our highest tiered plan um and she reported back and, and was like really excited. It was so much easier to go in and grab the numbers and pull them out. So that's, but that's all, that's all I got to say about it, Mike. Okay. So, um, okay. So David or Mike, do you want to weigh in on, on the automated thing? And, and if, if that just happened now, what? Yeah, I, I've, I actually, ran some and let Google just do it. And I just wanted to see what, how, how badly they'd screw yeah. it up. Yeah. Right. It, typical Google fashion, the right hand doesn't know what the left is doing. And there's just so much going on here. Uh, at first they're like, Oh, you know, transition your conversion metrics into GA4. Great. None of them worked. Oh, right. Uh, hey, uh, and then there's all these threats and notices and countdown clocks and emails, you know, it, it just was a mess. The thing I think people don't really appreciate is the pressure Google is under to make everybody move here. They really have to do it. Uh, GA4, one of the big differences is that it's really built for privacy and we're losing data. We're losing data from, you know, Safari. We're losing data as more people become privacy aware and, and stop allowing things like, you know, we're, we're losing data left and right. And then there's compliance with GDPR and California. And now this year is a whole bunch of additional states in the United States that are, they have to move here. And so they really didn't give us a choice because of their pressures to do this. And, you know, we, they, I, I feel like the team wasn't ready. For instance, you know, I, I every year will do my Google Analytics certification just because it's so valuable. But it, there was a, a whole year gap where the Google Analytics team didn't even update their analytics class because things were in flux and then I took it and it was already out of date mm. by the time I took it. Oh, wow. Right. And they just weren't able to keep up with the pressure of, of doing this. And that led to a lot of things that just simply didn't work. So, so David, uh, hypothetically, hypothetically, <laughs> let's say, hi, let's say hypothetically, there's a, a web design company out there somewhere <laughs> and they have, you know, they're looking at a list of, you know, a uh, hundred and some sites that uh, are needing to be converted over and all this. Um, hypothetically. Hypothetically, <laughs> right. Um, what Emphasis on the pathetic. 
Emphasis on the yeah. pathetically. <laughs> what would you tell the sucker that runs the place? <laughs> what, what would you tell? What, what, what lifeline can you throw the guy? You know, right. or, gal, or gal, hypothetically. Right. I, or the, the person. Uh, the, the, Asking for a friend. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to be sympathetic, but like we missed the deadline, right? We've been known for two years. We should have done this mm -hmm. six months ago, but Nobody I, being kept in hindsight yeah. is not helpful. We're going to keep this judgment free, David. What's that? Keep this judgment judgment free here, David. Yeah, that's right. This is yeah. I I start as soon just as just remember can. all if... the people that forgot to do this or ignored it are just more people in your customer target base. Well, that, so. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you know, think of it as an opportunity. I when I speak at WordCamps, I always try to beg developers who have no interest in marketing to never release a site without Google Analytics. Most developers are like, no, that's out of scope. Clients don't even want to look at it. I'm not going to waste my time and do it. And I keep begging developers, please add it anyway, because it shows your customer the value of the website you've just given them. Mm. You, you always know you have a hard time in two or three years going back to them and saying, hey, it's time for a new website. And they're like, I just don't have the money. That's because they think of a website as a sunk cost in their business. It's the cost of doing business. Baloney, we are in the 21st century. A website is not a sunk cost. A website is a way to make money. And if we have Google Analytics installed and we've taken the extra step of setting up conversion tracking, when we go back to them and say, it's time for a new website, they say, oh, I just don't know if I have the money. We show them you realize in the last month you made 30 new customers as a result of your awesome website and you didn't do anything yet. Now the whole conversation has changed and they're going to want to put money because the website makes them money. It's no longer sunk cost. So if we pivot our thinking as I'm not a web developer, I get it. Like I'm a marketer only, you don't want me to build your website. But if we change the way we think about it, this, this is a great opportunity because Google is sending all of our clients all these notifications. And we can show them. I, I love it when Google sends notifications to clients, even if they're stupid. Oh, you. Even like, because sometimes the hardest clients are the clients you can't get on the phone. Mm. And I want them to talk to me so I can say, yeah, that's a pretty stupid metric. But you know what is a really good metric? This. And, and we could really get a lot more of that if we just put a little effort into it, right? That's the opportunity we all have here. So I, I totally get the frustration of, oh my goodness, we got a hundred sites to, to convert. And the, the, in a way it's a, it's a lost cost from us as developers perspective of the labor we're putting into making all these changes. But if, like if you simply set up a Looker Studio report with a one-page dashboard that is automatically sent to every client, showing them how much traffic they got and how many conversions they got every month, boy, that is an instant. Okay, David. All right, yeah, time a, to put your money where the mouth your mouth is. Okay, so for those of you who are listening only, you may want to. Uh, jump over to the YouTube after you're done with this episode and watch because we are going to break our own rule, which we do occasionally, and we are going to share a screen. So those of you who have tuned in live, Black Jay was excited. He's here live for once. So he's, you pick the good day, buddy. So we're going to share, I'm going to put up David's screen and David, we, we've talked about it, but this is enough talking. Let's show some folks what to do. So you've got some test data here. Is that correct? Demo yeah, this account. Is, this is Google's demo account from their e-commerce shop. Okay. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to ask you for a couple of things. One is um, if somebody didn't update their stuff to UA, uh, to GA4 already, please let us know what to do. Secondly, um, you're like, telling me, uh, like, I understand, I, I'm not a Google Analytics person, obviously, but I know how to go and set up 
the num the number and go pop it into the SEO plugin, like or put the code in the header in Divi theme options. Like that's easy. So I get that. And then you say like, or just set up some tracking option, uh, conversion tracking. And I'm like, whoa, time out. I don't know how to do that. That sounds hard. So if and then oh, and then just throw them a Looker Studio. So you're you're dropping some words on me here that I don't know how to do. So if, and. I sort of run by the basic principle that like, if I don't understand it, at least one other person out there doesn't understand it. So could you, could you give us a little run through of how to implement those things? We're about halfway through the show, just about halfway. So we have time for a little bit of show and tell from our pal David. All right. So some of this is going to be familiar to you, even if you're used to the old analytics, UA analytics. Um, and so the first thing we need to do is add our Google Analytics tracking code to our website. Unfortunately, that can be a little bit wonky uh, if we're using a system like Perfect. the SEO. Plugin. The one thing I knew how to do. Yeah. <laughs> if we're using an SEO plugin, we're using Divi tools to do it because the actual JavaScript code that serves analytics has changed recently too. They used to have a code that said analytics.js. Now it's gtag.js. gtag.js runs Google Analytics, so you just have to give it the number. So if whatever automated system you're using, Divi, whatever plugin, your theme to add it, is relying on the analytics.js script, it will not work. And uh, so you need to use the gtag script. I recommend you go ahead, if you're using WordPress, to use the Google Site Kit plugin. Mm. It is a free plugin. It is from Google. It is supported and actively maintained by Google. There are all kinds of additional advantages if you want to take your analytics script to an additional step further. But you know, gone are the days where you have to have 17 different plugins and monster insights and all this stuff. Like just use the Scikit plugin. That's great. And That's good to know. By the way, David, a little, little, oh, I was just going to say, David, really quickly, you know yeah. that you've dropped a little top tip whenever you see the tops of all three of our heads. Because we're all like, oh, let's write that yeah. one down. <laughs> we all did too. All of us. Right. All, there you go. Okay, <laughs> good. That's a good one. Uh, so, you know, that, was a, that was a winner. Yeah. Now, quick question. On the Google site kit, all right, I'm logged in under my web agency's um, user, admin user account for the site, and I install Google site kit. If I then send you the website and you log in as the business owner under your admin, you're not actually logged into the Google and you're not able to see anything, right? Uh, that is an interesting question. Um, did you just it, say the Google? It will, it will add the code that will work even if the person who owns the website doesn't have access to analytics. Right. But I think, I because we tried this, we, we thought about switching over to Google Site Kit um, like a year ago. And we went and installed it on some things and emailed some of the clients. It was like, oh, there's this new great thing. Just go here, click here, click here, and you'll see all this stuff. And immediately they were all like, yeah, nothing's there. And so I went and logged in under theirs and it was that because they have to log in under their Google account. So let me be clear, more clear. I really don't care if the clients can see the analytics data from with the WordPress dashboard. In fact, oh, even better. Okay. <laughs> yeah, better. Right. So, so, so hide it, hide it. Okay, that's, that's good. what you're hoping to accomplish. They do have to have access to the analytics account and log in in their admin account. Got it. Okay. Now, I'd rather them not, but sometimes people want that and whatever. But so you, know, you can make sense from Google's perspective is actually, a, it's not a bug, it's a feature. Like if right. you don't have access to the analytics account, why should you have access to look at the data? So yeah. let's say we have a, a, a blogger who has access to the account as an, an editor they don't have access to analytics. They should not be able to log into the dashboard and see the analytics data unless you've given the data. So yeah. it's a feature, not a bug. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. But for those that are listening, that might, because I we just because we saw it on our end 
and we thought, oh, when they log in, because it's a plugin and we've already set the configuration, we figured then our, our and we were surprised and, you know, it looked a little stupid. Um, hypothetical. No, this wasn't hypothetical. <laughs> this was just just being... That was just pathetical. That was just <laughs> pathetical. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of the okay. reasons that I really like it is because with, with, like you mentioned, you're logging in through the WordPress dashboard. So you're not messing with, Here's my code. I've got to put the code in the right place. Oops, I accidentally copied the code wrong. Oops, I accidentally put the wrong client's code on the wrong client's website. I've never done that. Yeah. Um, I'm lying too. This it makes that a lot easier. Okay, uh, that's good. Good tip. But you because it will be different. And Stephanie kind of mentioned this before. UA Universal Analytics use a different identifier, a UA identifier. The new GA4 is a it not only a gtag.js JavaScript, but it is g dash something. Um, so that that but you can get to it. You just have to go into the admin, go to data streams, and there's your measurement ID. You can copy that. Uh, now, we, now we know Google's merchandise stores ID. Now, if anybody's used analytics for a long time. Remember the web spam we used to got, get all the time in analytics where it would say, you know, click, rank, whatever, you know, look like referral spam from websites that don't really exist. One of the advantages I, of GA4 is that really can't happen anymore. It, it, cool. The old system, the way it used to work is they would just randomly send data straight into a measurement ID number and Google wasn't verifying that that really existed the way they've rebuilt google analytics you, that referral span doesn't work anymore so another mm. advantage of this cool okay so now that we have this screen up um i want to take uh, just a minute here and say out there if you're listening uh do you do you guys want to see david show us all the tricks all right hit the like button first we'll wait once you do that once we have all the likes then we'll let david go and then in the meantime, uh, if you've already hit the like button and you have a question that you'd like to ask, pop it in the chat. If you are listening to this after the fact, um, put it in the YouTube comments or on our Facebook page, wherever. We'll see it. We'll we'll either direct David to it or we'll answer it ourselves if we need to. Um, Uh-oh, we lost Mike. <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back. Um, so, and then in the... Oh, I had one other thing I was going to say to you. Shoot, what was it? Okay, well, anyhow. Oh, I know. I have a question. This was in from, uh, from somebody sent this to me privately because they couldn't get it to work on their phone. Is it possible to either adjust the live view or create a view to display the old last five minutes instead of the new last 30 minutes? I'm sorry for the all caps. <laughs> Well, I appreciate so, you not yelling that question to me as the yes. all cap reply. Is it possible? <laughs> uh, no. There you go. Another, oh, any okay. more questions? It's not. Great. Nope. Any no, more questions? No. That's uh, one of the things I I've noticed about the real time report, which I really like, uh, but you, it is it is wonky to say the the least. Uh, my my Curious Ants group will troubleshoot issues together, and when we troubleshoot Google Analytics, we'll often use the real-time report to help us confirm the scripts on time and installing right and tracking right. We'll all visit the page together, get an influx of data. It's wonky how it okay. displays. So it's really it's not a reliable way to see things. But that's kind of the nature of GA4. It is built for privacy. So that means it's not a bug, it's a feature. They're protecting anonymity. Because one of the nice things of the GA4 real-time report, and let's see if we have access to it in the test data, um, is we can... Would you mind, um, David, as you're navigating, would you mind yeah. stating the steps just for those who are only listening? Oh, yeah. I, that would that would have been helpful, wouldn't it? I wish I could know what I just did. Anyway, we yeah, went to home at the top of the Google Analytics, and then we're going to reports. 
And once we're in reports, the second uh, item under report snapshot is real time. And we're going to see, ah, look, we got real time data. So according to Google's shop, there are 99 users in the last 30 minutes right now. We can't change that time period like the person yelled at us and asked us. But we can click on user view user snapshot, which is a nice little feature. Cool. That's uh, on the upper right hand yeah. side. So it will select a random user currently on your site. This her person happens to be in Canada. And what it's showing you is not a lot of information. Um, let me, let's see. We can click to another one. Oh, this person is in uh, another country. India. They, oh, India. There we go. Here's someone from Phoenix. So we can literally watch them view the website. Now, here's a really important distinction between UA, the old analytics, and GA4. Excuse me one second. I just want to clarify. You're not watching them like on a heat map, which we no, talked about no. recently on the show. You can see the statistics of what pages they're viewing and how long they're staying. Is that correct? That is. And I'm hoping one of these people is going to prove my point here because universal analytics base is based on a page view. The analytics script executed every time a page was loaded, sent the data into Google analytics, and we knew a new page is visited and all the data what page it came from, what the source follows that. GA4 is not page-based. It is event-based. So what that means is we can not only see every page view, because every page view is an event, we can see when they click natively. We can see when they scroll on the page. We can watch them interact with the website because every interaction with the website, a click, a scroll, a new page view, is it, it's considered a new event in Google Analytics. If anybody's used Google Analytics Universal for a while, you remember how you used to have to work really hard and create this custom JavaScript code to like click the download of a PDF? You ever done that and pulled your hair out? That's why I've got a big bold spot. <laughs> I can beat that. That is natively <laughs> controlled in GA4. They are tracking every click already. So oh, you just nice. have to tell okay. GA4, hey, when it's a click and the file type that's being clicked is ends in PDF, I want you to consider that a PDF download. And because already listening to a click, you just got to, within the back end, say, listen for this. Now, so that what that means is GA4 requires a lot less development work. We're doing a whole lot less programming. Most of what we can do with GA4, we do just from the dashboard and the admin. I love doing less. That's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> um, now, okay, so we've got another question in here from blackj13 he asks how have you navigated the thresholding in ga4 and any experience with changing around the reporting identity blackjay i'm so glad you asked because i don't know what any yeah. of that means i have that same question written down so oh no. good <laughs> well maybe you have an answer thresholding okay so thresholding is no different than universal analytics if you have a site with enough traffic and you have are using free Google Analytics, at a certain point, they're going to make estimates of your data. And that's what we mean by thresholding. So I have one of my biggest clients, they do get a ton of traffic. And so Google, because we're not paying for you know, uh, 360, Analytics 360, their paid product, we get estimates and data. Um, Reporting, uh, changing around the reporting identity. I'm not clear on what that is referring to. So. Okay. Well, that's okay. He can maybe clarify a little bit, but the thresholding. So is there something different we have to do or is it? No, it's better no. Now. Okay. I, so the thresholding still exists. The advantage of GA4 in thresholding is the same advantage we have when it comes to privacy is that GA4 is, uses machine learning insights to make estimates about traffic and conversion events. So if they feel data is missing, 
they are going to use their machine learning algorithms to tell us what they think is missing. So when they have a thresholded site because there's so much traffic, I would suggest that GA4 is doing a much better job accurately reflecting the data than Universal. Um, then, well, cool. uh, what's a lot of traffic? What's a lot of traffic? Like how much traffic are we talking I, there about? There is a number, and I don't know it offhand. If a uh, little plug, if you sign up for the Google Analytics Study Group, where we're going to earn our certification together, that will be covered in that course. Uh, yeah, I think I signed up for that. Is yeah. that yeah. is there a cost to that, or is it free? It's free. Uh, oh, yeah, well, we're, we're all here. That? Please, yeah. please the, sign up for that. I yeah. put the link to Curious Ants. Yeah. It's curiousants.com in the chat, and it will be in the show notes. Is there a specific link? I think it's easy to find. I think it's maybe on your uh, homepage even. Yeah, it's no. But if you go to Curious Ants and look at the Google Analytics Certification Study Group. Okay. Oh, well, send me the to link to that. Peter up for this. So <laughs> <laughs> send me the link to that, David, and I'll put it in the... Um, in the live chat and we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, okay, let's jump back to the to the analytics here. Guys, if you've got any questions, we have about 15 or so minutes left. If you've got questions that you'd like David to demonstrate here on the screen, um, please pop them in the chat. So basically, if this, is, if this was um, automatically updated to GA4, what what would I do? Say this is mine and it just automatically updated. What would I have to do? Where would I go when I logged into this um, analytics account to like make sure it's good? Like what what would I have to check? Okay, so the first thing to check is that you have data. Honestly, um, if if you're using the old analytics.js script, you're not going to have data in GA four because the analytics script is, is incompatible. So if you are getting data, great. And you can be confident that the data is probably right. The, the first thing I do with any analytics account, universal or GA4, is always set up conversions. That's the whole value of this, right? We want to know, not, we don't want vanity metrics like, wow, aren't I awesome? I got a lot of traffic. I'm awesome. I'm better than you. I want to know that I get customers and I get sales and conversions are now, if you set up conversions in universal, you need to check to see that they're reporting in GA4. If you let them go automatically, odds are it didn't work. So that's one of the things you check. If you have advanced analytics setups, like cross domain tracking, stuff like that, um double check that that works very i ran into a problem this week with a client and the way google analytics handles the new google analytics handles cross-domain tracking very confusing but still doable you just need to double check it but okay that's what i would start with is just make sure your conversions are tracking at all okay now if we have done some of this setup uh, Sarah Oates, our good friend and panelist uh, on the show who is not here with us today, but she's here uh, in the chat. She's got a question. How do we turn off the notification at the top? This property is not fully set up. You can complete the recommended setup checklist. Oh, in the setup system. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, you've got to tick, tick some boxes. So exactly. And I don't know within the sample data if I can show that. I think... Yeah, I don't think they give us enough access. Here we go. Here we go. I forget. It's under you know where it is. System. It's where it's located. Um, I'm just kind yeah. of clicking around until I found it. But the demo. Yeah. No, when you find in the in the setup assistant there. Okay, so uh, tell us how we got there, guys. Okay. It. Okay. So yeah. let's go back to the beginning. Um, so from oh. home, we're going to hit the admin little gear at the bottom and that's going to bring us to the admin account access we're going to go to it's the one where you've got the, the columns right where you just click through the columns yeah, the three columns middle column you'll notice ga4 does not have a third column it only has two columns because it doesn't have views mm -hmm. anymore setup okay. assistant and here it will show you things that it thinks you haven't done yet 
Um, honestly, most of these things I found not helpful or I did it in Google <laughs> Analytics thinks I didn't do it. So go ahead and use these. And if it says it hasn't been done, go ahead and check to see if it's not been done. But once it's been done, just just go ahead and click it off. There we're are getting, we're getting real time info from from Sarah here. She said I've ticked them all. It's still there. Okay. But wait, we've got the a new update. Setup. Oh, I had to do the advanced one. Yeah. And, then, and then refresh <laughs> the page, and there it finally went away. So, yeah. is there a way to tick the boxes without doing the things? Is that? Yeah. Thing or what? What yes. is this you have to do? You have to just go. I, I, mean, I can't show you in this test account, but you could click on them and it'll let you. And some say, of these I, things I, are what, like, uh, set up conversions, turn on Google Signals, you know, link to Google like, Ads. Are these the yeah, things that we need link to link to Google Ads? If you're not using Google Ads, there's nothing to link to, right? Oh, that's why this is free because Google wants us to use Google Ads. <laughs> Big surprise here, right? Yeah. But so, you know, I would just go ahead and click that and say, this is done, right? Okay, Unless great. This is a, that is an excellent, thank you for that question, Sarah. This is an excellent setup tip. Uh, yeah. Anybody not else, just, Mike, in your experience, just, what else um, yeah, I was in just the setup process? That, yeah, and I was just gonna say with the completing the setup, um, it does no harm going through what um, Google's, if you click into them and actually read what Google's telling you, what you're potentially switching on and off here um, in terms of when you're completing the setup so that you get a little bit more deeper understanding. The great thing with Google does do, albeit some of the, the wording can be a little bit confusing to say the least, um, is that it'll take you through, um, through its linking and explanation of what it is you're actually turning on here. So when you get a little bit concerned, for example, where it says, um, you know, Google ads links, you're, you're, you're importing ad links from connected UA properties. So, you know, and then obviously you need to test those afterwards. Um, understanding about the uh, turning on Google signals um, and accessing aggregated data from people with Google accounts who allow ads permissions, sorry, ads personalization. Um, that's is used to provide aggregated and anonymized anonymized insights into your users cross device Ooh. behaviors now stop and think about that for a second it's just it, it there's nothing heavy in that um and it's just when you start to read through it and you read the bottom line the word anonymized that's very very important to to sort of take in and understand um so don't just blase, don't start going through these things and ticking things without reading what is put in there. Um, it's really, really important that you understand what it is you're ticking and how that affects to, affects your um, privacy policy and the cookies that you've got running on your website. So these are these are just things that as I've been going through and I've been looking at them and, and, and pertaining those uh, to an existing website, it's not just every single website you're going to go through this and click the same things. You're not doing that. It is personal to that person's website. So if they're asking you to do a job for them, and to them it's just, oh, you know, I just want my, oh, I want my data and all my Google Analytics, um, and you need to complete this setup to do that, then you need to understand what it is you're doing and how it relates to their website. I love it. Okay, this is down the road of what I, I wanted to sort of get to by the end of the show, which is how we're gonna use this for our clients and most importantly, how we can make money from this situation. So um, oh, Eric, Eric is all in. So if our, you know, it's one thing if we are <laughs> figuring out our own analytics and all of that stuff. We all know we're we're barefoot cobblers. So we're not even going to talk about our own websites for a second here. Let's just talk about our customers, our clients, those that we are helping. Uh, so when we come in, um, we're looking at this GA4 dashboard here and uh, I'm seeing conversions right there. Now that's something. So we've talked about, first of all, let me back up. First of all, we, we go in, log in, to the GA4, if, if it was done automatically, we check and make sure that there is data showing. If there's data showing, then that makes us feel good that it's yeah. working, 
Yeah. If it's not, if there's not data showing, would we'll call David? I don't know. What do we do? <laughs> Reinstall your analytics script. Oh, on the yeah, website. Okay. okay. So yeah. you go make sure you get, which is the G tag one. So you may, if you're not seeing data, it may be that you've got the old tag. Um, and it depends how you've done it. So if you've, if you've done it with the, with the little code snippet, that's one thing. If you've just put your, um, your UA number into your SEO plugin or something like that, that also will of course need changed as well. It's gotten to the point where I'm basically recommending install a completely new Google Analytics script with the G number. That's great. Right? It don't That's good. Try. Okay. So, yeah. So go and install a new, like one. redo the script. Remove the old one. Yeah. You can at this point remove the UA. Yeah. So go, go swap out your thing. Go check in GA4. Make sure there's data showing up. Okay. That's bare bones basics. Uh, how much do we charge for that? What are you guys charging for that? How long does it take to do it? With nothing else, Mike. What do you? What would you? <laughs> well, I, the, 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 I I think it really depends on your. Um, this is the this is about responsibility and accountability as well because it's what you're guaranteeing if you're doing work for anyone, and if you're going through and you're completing setup and you go and do something that you shouldn't, and their client your client gets sued because you've turned something on that you shouldn't have done, then you know when it comes to your charging you need to think very carefully about um the fact that you've learned all of this stuff and that you've understood the your current client's situation because you could have let's just say i'll use uh, an example of me using a, one of my local clients would be different to say if i had a client in california or if i had a client in, in another country where there was uh, or maybe in the EU or maybe there was something just slightly slightly different because the UK is obviously not in the EU any, any, anymore so we are we, we we've got slightly different things we we need to think about um that that runs to you know um people with local business so it's just important to understand all of these things from that perspective and the fact that you've done that learning so I would say you charge, you're not going to charge it for the amount of time that you've taken to do it. You're charging for the knowledge that you're, you're doing. So yeah. Uh, I mean, Chris, read out Chris's comment spot on right there. Yeah. And we, Christine and I have had a chat about this in the past where we talk about what we've learned, but also just adding on that little bit to make sure that you've got, uh, you're covered. So for what Christian you've done says, and you're learning. It took him five to 10 minutes per site, but he charged an hour. He charged the price of an hour. So um, that just gives you guys a little- I know people have charged a lot more than that. And it's, yeah. and it's you know, from talking to um, some of our other colleagues in like the admin bar and people like that, um, that's a Facebook group that if you haven't ever joined the admin bar community, you need to join that as well, because it's a fantastic uh, group for anybody in our game. Um, and uh, and yeah, there's some people that are charging a lot, lot more to to do the conversion because um, let's just say um, it's you know a, a client that's got a significant amount of conversions in a significant amount of data that's already in the existing that was in their existing universal analytics. Now we're at this point where, as David pointed out at the top of the show, we, we've lost data. We're, we're in the lost data zone now, even though Google's likes in some ways it's kept some going, but we're in that cutoff point now. So if you haven't done it already, people are losing data. So. Got uh, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I'm just conscious of the time and I, I want to just jump back into this too, because this conversion bit keeps coming up. And so, um, in the, could you give us like a, a brief overview or some tips or anything like that? If you've got them, David, for, how to add a conversion or what would be involved in moving a conversion over from UA to GA4. Because from what I've sort of gathered previously and through the course of this show, it seems that most stuff will like the general traffic and stuff like that is going to sort of carry over and you'll be okay. As long as you have your code up to date, what's not necessarily going to carry over properly are your conversion tracking metrics right. and so it's hard to give a carte blanche because conversion tracking can mean so many things if we're e-commerce like 
shop think five we're not on shopify we're wordpress people shopify like waited to the absolute last minute to roll this out it's really like malpractice that they would do that you have with e-commerce tracking it is really complicated because your e-commerce solution has to send data into google analytics it's nothing you can really do natively but if you're a lead gen business you know first thing i would do is look at what your old conversions were filling out a form clicking an email clicking the phone number we call poor man's phone call tracking you know click the tel number mm -hmm. right if those are your conversions then we're going to go into actually not conversions from the administrative okay. bar of, okay so you're going to go to admin you're going to go actually into events and then events okay because everything is an event in ga4 right Got it. and so we're going to create an event and again it's really hard to give a carte blanche i have these documented within curious ants and you can get all of that for free if you want some hard examples we do, we do want that for okay free. that's oh, all within you. the curious <laughs> dance free account login just wants everything for free i have videos to show you how to do this we don't actually have enough access on this instance of google analytics to do this okay that's fine is, we don't really have time to do the whole thing anyway i just right. wanted to sort of give people like a little taste of like what we're talking about is this and basically like is this something that our general web developer population folks that can build a website can they do this or is this oh, yeah. something that like we need to go to like an seo expert or an analytics certified professional i mean you should go to an analytics certified professional now you <laughs> can all do this this is not hard okay because once you have it as set up as an event you go to conversions and you say mark as conversion and then you're done it's really not oh, okay. that so complicated. There's a screen that has a little uh, checkbox by it. It says conversion events. And are those those conversion events, those are ones that were manually set up? This is what was set up in the Google Analytics test account. Mm -hmm. um, this is because they've already set does up analytics, Does it's analytics grab it? Is analytics smart is what I'm saying. Like, does it know that like when there's buttons, like that that's going to be an event or no? No, you okay. have to say so you go in and you have to, you have to man, you have to like explicitly state what your events are. And then when you go to, after the, you set up the events and you go to the conversions link, and then it shows this little chart of all of those things. And you can say mark as conversions in a little tick box or a, oh, it's a little toggle yeah there's there's some caveats to that but that's pardon me of course that's the gist yeah, we're yeah. going we're going gist right now um i know there's a lot more details to all of this because as everybody knows you don't have analytics without being anal that's <laughs> analytics i see what right. you did there i see what you did thanks. there so thanks, I, to me what i'm seeing is from a website developer point of view, I see connecting Google Analytics and making sure the data is coming in. Then you've got the marketing side of this, which is setting up the conversions and, and all of that. So what I'm kind of thinking as I'm hearing this off the top of my head, for our clients that are on our base level care plan and we're doing no marketing anything like this we're just, we're going to go in and swap this out and it's not it's not going to take long at all we'll probably use site ground or site kit um but for the clients that we're doing more marketing for something like that this is there's a lot of this makes a lot of things a lot easier um and i see that's where i will get into you know charging some hourly not hourly but charging some package time to do this I, I I really want to argue for all of the web developers out there to take this additional step and track conversions to show the value of the website for the people you've built it. Otherwise, they will still think of it as a lost cause, sunk cost. And I, I also suggest as someone who does a lot of analytic stuff, it is really hard to sell analytics setup. 
people don't want to pay for it. Right. So you kind of have to approach this as a loss leader. Yeah. Hey, okay. Right. I'm going to set this up for you, maybe for free, maybe at a really discounted cost, because then I can do things like have a monthly check-in, a, a quarterly check-in. Mm-hmm. Hey, six months later, and then I can then upsell you into it. Right. Smart. Okay. I see that. I see that. Yeah. That's a better approach. I like that. Don't think, yeah, I, I've got, I had some huge companies come to me for some five, six figure analytics packages because that's how much it was going to take in my time to set it up. Mm-hmm. And nobody would pay that much money because that's a lot of money to know whether anybody's <laughs> visiting your website, yeah. but that's how much time it took. Yeah. And I didn't, and yeah. I, I'm not going to charge a multinational company 50 bucks to do this. Right, right. But because it's a complicated thing. So, but nobody wants to pay. No one could get authorization to pay for it. And I think for small businesses, it's the same problem. You know, really? Um, yeah. Now, so, a loss leader to tell you. We have, I, I love that tip. And we are um, out of time here. I did get one more. Um, question um, over on Facebook. Uh, I'm going to pop this one up here. Um, I think you could probably take down your share if you want. Oh, I can take it down. Never mind. What am I talking about? I'm in control. I got this, everybody. Don't worry. Um, This came from the Facebook group from Andres. It says, if you are in the EU, you need to stop using Google. David's already shaking his head. I'm just going to read it out. Okay, well, yeah. just let me read this question first. Let me read it first. If you oh, are please. in the EU, <laughs> you need to stop using on. Google Analytics altogether because using it is a violation of the data protection laws. Best to use Fathom or Plausible if you are in the EU. Now, please react, David. Sorry. I'm so excited about this because as of yesterday, the European Union specifically said it is okay to use Google Analytics because it's okay to store data on servers based in the United States. That was the problem with Google Analytics is that Google was putting the data from Europeans in the United States and the EU was like, wait, the NSA has access to that. We don't want you to have that. Mm, As of literally yesterday, the 10th of July, I actually, if you share my screen again, I have the press release from the European Union Nobody oh, cares. I mean, we care. But, I know, yeah. but the point uh, is, there's a lot of people creating a lot of fear mongering <laughs> that somehow are trying to sell you a product. So, to, well, I've, I've heard some of that too. And I, I mean, I know there are privacy issues to things. As uh, someone said in the comments, um, oh, well, oh, what was it? It was Black Jay. He, he made like a Spider-Man joke he said with great oh with with new privacy, with new privacy comes great change in frustration <laughs> no uh, anyway the um but mike um you are obviously not eu anymore but what's your take on this you're a, well i mean the, this is this to- is this is great news this is great news because we despite our brexiting um <laughs> We are still very much tied to a lot of the laws and rules that come from from the EU. Um, And that is just because uh, there are so many uh, intrinsic links that are still still there and still serving um, customers in the EU. So we have to abide by those those rules as well. Um, What does allow us a little bit more latitude is obviously if we're just serving um, visitors locally. but I think that the um, I think that's great news. Um, it was interesting actually. Before I came on the show tonight, I was just looking to see what Google's take on um, GDPR compliance and uh, and everything was. And even Google, you know, Google's supposed to serve up. What does it say? Google always says we want to give you the best result. We're going to serve the best result the most informative result, the best quality result. And on the first page, if you type in to Google, is GA4 GDPR compliant, for example, you will get the first uh, 
sort of rich snippet that says GA4 is not fully um, GDPR compliant. And then as you start to scroll down and you see what everybody else is saying, you then see you then see Google Analytics is neutral. It doesn't inherently comply or fail to comply with GDPR. So I think that there's I think it's been an argument. And, and as David pointed out, the, the the actual root of the argument and where where it's actually sat. But I think the actual argument about all of this, it, it should be now done and we can just get on and and that's just great install google analytics there are other there are other tools and i think it's great that the other tools are out there by the way because i think that it, anything that kicks google's behind and says you know you need to improve your game or up your game or even if google, if big company like google takes on the people behind this if you like and uses some of the knowledge and some of the the uh, new initiatives that they've come up with um then that's only better for everybody else. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, guys. This isn't a topic about like GDPR, GA no. forever and all that. It's no. this is us explaining this situation and this tool. If you use Fathom or Plasma or whatever else, good for you. Like, that's great. If you can serve your clients and give them the analytics they need and use that to make more money. High five, pal. That's awesome. So um, but this is Steph, just we've got our a final question. I, I did see that from Sarah in there. Um, Sarah says, what happens if we leave the UA code as well as the new code in a site? Bad? Okay. Eventually it'll stop working. Okay, yeah. but it's not going to hurt. I don't think it's so. It's not going to hurt anything. Okay. He doesn't, you got it. You heard it here first. He doesn't think so. Fine. Guys, thanks for being here. David, thank you so much for showing up. Especially, we didn't even mention this, but he's recovering from COVID. So we appreciate you being here and being quick on that mute button when you've got the when spewing your COVID germs everywhere <laughs> in your office. Uh, so if anybody enters David's office, wear a hazmat suit. Anyway, thanks everybody for being here. Uh, if you have any more questions, you know where to find us all. We've got our links up here. We've got our Facebook page. We've got the YouTube channel. Leave questions and we will do our very best to get back to you. If you have a minute before you leave, please do hit that like button. We'll see you next week.